Well, hello, it's season five, and we are super excited that you are here as we dig into one of my favorite subjects. This season, we will be chatting with some amazingly smart and influential people in and around the arts and entertainment industry about something I like to call the inner critic. Who is this mean voice that constantly tries to stop us? And how do we confront it and kick it out of our way? From therapists to deliverance ministers to fashion icons and entrepreneurial geniuses, we are going to talk about that inner voice that wants to stop our creative passions and hinder our ability to shift culture. Head on over to my website, lindsaymorgan.co, and use the promo code LOVE for 50% off the Crushing Your Inner Critic Masterclass. And now, let's get to that conversation with this week's incredible guests about their journey with The Inner Critic. Hi, guys. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome back to season five of the Lindsay Morgan Cider podcast. I am so excited about today's guest. You guys are going to be so blessed by this girl. She is amazing. And I am just so excited to... Um, have her on. So I want to welcome today, Rachel McCord. Rach, come on, come on. I'm so excited to have you. Hi, how are you? (laughs) Excited to have you. So excited to have you. Um, Rachel is the celebrity um, host and creator of the McCord list on Amazon live. Rachel and her husband are doing like the coolest things when it comes to entrepreneurship. They are doing the coolest things in like show business. And I'm not going to like ramble on. I want Rach to like, just tell us like some more about what they've been doing. Cause they do all kinds of cool things when it comes to fashion and show business. And yeah, they're just amazing. So welcome Rach. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you. It's really good to be here. I'm so excited and honored. Um, Yeah, we've been we've been working on the business of entertainment for a hot minute now. I moved to L.A. like 10 years ago from Georgia. And, you know, I um, it was a little bit of a wild, wild wind because my sister um, is an actress. And so she was doing some shows like Nip Tuck and 90210. And so I kind of like moved here like from scratch with no idea what I was getting myself into. And it was like right in the middle of the Emmys. So you can imagine just like red carpets and craziness. And it was a little overwhelming for sure. I definitely had a lot of the inner critic, as you say, um, coming at me hard from the beginning. Um, but, you know, I was really blessed to to keep my faith and to be able to kind of find my way in such a crazy industry and find my husband. And then together we've built a few companies. I sold my first company when I was like 24 and that was in like the events world. And then I stepped into more meaningful, impactful events that were closer to my heart. I started the McCord list. So we've done a lot of activations with different brands. We have a big network of other celebrities and influencers who we work with. We book them for conferences. We speak on conferences like magic and it's just been a wild whirlwind. I mean, every day is different. The joke I have with my team is like, you just never really know what's going to (laughs) happen. So it's cool. It keeps us on our toes and it keeps us humble because we're always trying new things and it's hard and, and scary and um, and, you know, it never gets old. I think it's why we um, we are so passionate about helping entrepreneurs launch. We call them launchpreneurs. <laughs> Average. That is, and I told you before we jumped on, it was so sweet of you to jump on. I mean, you are like, 
you've got a lot going on. You're busy. You've got a gazillion followers. And for you to come on for a new entrepreneur like me, that's really, really shows your character. And I'm so honored and thankful. You're so sweet. Oh my gosh. You're so humble. You're such an amazing, um, amazing human being. And you do so much to the, for the world and you, and you work so hard. And so I'm, I'm honored to support. Thank you for having me and thanks you guys for tuning in. (laughs) This is so fun. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't imagine the things that you do, Rach, tell us a little bit about magic. So I know in your world, that's a very common thing, but maybe to my listeners, they don't know what magic is. Yeah. So magic is basically your fashion candy land. It takes over Vegas two times a year. There's like almost a hundred thousand people who roll in. So it's the largest fashion trade show in the world. It's designed to connect the dots between fashion brands and buyers. So you'll see people from Amazon, actually, you'll see people from Nordstrom, Saks, you name it, showing up and actually shopping the different brands. So it's a huge opportunity for small and big brands alike to be seen, to get their work out in the big leagues. We also have a ton of boutique owners who come out from all around the world. It's really cool. Actually, we, um, we had like the last year before everything kind of shut down for the pandemic. We just got back into live events with magic in August, which was so exciting. It was like surreal actually. But um, the last show we did before that was um, with Tori Spelling, the Bella twins, and then Lisa Renna's daughters, Delilah and Amelia. And, you know, it was so cute because this really small boutique all the way in like North shore in like a small town up in upstate New York, was selling these little products and stuff. And one of our brand directors was shopping it because he was on vacation and kind of just getting away. And she, and he was like, hey, where do you find all of these amazing pieces? Because he's thinking this lady would love magic. And she was like, well, actually I go to this show. It's called magic. She has no idea that Don is like the guy who runs it all. And she's like, oh, it's so inspiring. You get to hear from people like Tori Spelling who were talking about building their brands. It's just so cool because you like to be a part of that conversation is a huge honor and just to know that you know there's so many people who are really struggling to get their their start and to be seen and to be heard and validated and to be a part of an event that does that at scale is really really huge actually we had juliana rancic there a few a few months ago now and she was able to show her entire skincare line live on amazon live with my show the mccord list so we're there like we've like running around the whole convention like running the panels because i run that whole educational piece so i'm booking panelists and celebrities and so i'm over here like interviewing her on the stages and then we're running to the other hall which is literally across the street they have these little tunnels and tesla cars to get you because it's like like 200,000 square feet it's like massive right so we're like running over to the other side and then we're doing a live and that was so scary and fun but then you know you're talking to her and the background is like this massive conference going on and and it, it was just like an unbelievable experience and it's kind of cool how um so many things that we've worked towards independently kind of merge together and then we get to do them at the same time and it's fun I mean it's definitely like just unbelievable. But I think that the greatest thing is just remembering that like, it's all favor from God. Like it's not, you know, like I, I, I work hard. I try to be a good steward of what he's given me, but you know, it's like, you can't ever think that like, you're that big. It's like, no, like, let's be honest, you know, like, like God's like really blessing you and, and, and giving you opportunities to, to show his glory and to let men see you and, and glorify him. So I think that's really cool. And I'm here for it. I mean, it's scary. And I'm like, I'm like, like, can I have some CBD oil? I'm so nervous all the time. <laughs> 
That's so cute. I know you are doing amazing things. Like every time I see you guys, like you just had your little son, which obviously is an amazing thing. He's so cute. Thank oh you. Thank you. It's, it's really been wild. I mean, he's 18 months old now. His name is Jude. And, you know, this is the first Christmas where he's really aware of what's going on and like here for it. I mean, he's writing little notes to Santa and he's like, you know, helping me decorate the tree. It's trees. Uh, I have five Christmas trees in my house. <laughs> it's really outrageous. I went a little like Mrs. Claus this year. Um, but you know, it, it's really, it's really special. Being a mom has just been like the hugest honor. It's so funny because before we got pregnant, my husband and I were like, you know, maybe we don't have a child, you know, we feel so fulfilled. We feel so happy. And, you know, we're just so grateful for this life that we have. Maybe, you know, we don't need it. And then we have, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what were we thinking? It was like, you never even saw the world. It was like all in black and white. And then you're like, oh wow, that's what it looks like when the color comes on. It's it's cool. It challenges you in like every single cell of your being, you know, and you have to just be down with failure. Like the other day I was like, like I had everything set his snacks. We're on the go. We're moving. We're doing all the things. And, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like crushing mom life. And then fast forward, like three hours later, he's just screaming. And I don't know why. And I'm like, okay, I'm not crushing mom life. I'm never going to say that again, because the moment I say it is the moment that like I set myself some you know, <laughs> I'm just doing mom life right now as a, as an entrepreneur. <laughs> oh, I love it. He is so darling. He looks like an exact like replica of you and Rick put together. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like a perfect 50, 50. It's so, it's so funny. Everyone says, I totally see Rick here. And I totally see you here. And we both look and we're like, we just see Jude, you know, it's like, it's so, it's so beyond. But if you look at baby pictures for sure, like we're like, okay, it's uncanny, but it's so, I think it's so weird because you get to know him so well. Like you just memorize every little bit of him. And so when you see him like interacting and stuff, like that's just what you see is him. And it's, I don't know, it's, it's pretty cool just to, um, just to like see life through his eyes. And I feel like I'm living a childhood for the first time and I'm like doing life for the first time. And it's, it's really special. Oh, I love that, Rach. It's so special. That's so amazing. I'm just so proud of you. I love everything you're doing. Thank you so much. Yes. Tell me a little bit about the Amazon live show. Cause this is yes. kind of a new thing. And I love what you said about like, you guys are always pioneering. You're always like, you're always kind of like, um, acting like a startup because you, you know, you're always trying new things, which I am a hundred percent on board with. That's kind of how I roll too. And sometimes I feel super crazy and the inner critic loves to get no. in there and be like, you are constantly failing Lindsay. Yes. It's because yes. I'm always stepping out and like trying new things and risking and risking. And, and like you said, it does get kind of does get a little interesting. So I'd love for you to share on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I hear what you're saying too, Lens, because like, it's hard. They even talk about it with crabs in a bucket, like a crab will actually never climb out because the other crabs will pull it down. <laughs> so it's really interesting when you kind of like start to study the psychology of what it's like to constantly actually be trying to climb out and trying to grow and go to something different. But um, yeah, I mean, so on Amazon Live, basically the easiest way to describe it is the new QVC. It's the QVC for you and me. It's like, it's the younger version. Um, you know, we've had everyone from like uh, Demi, oh my gosh, uh, oh my gosh, Drew Barrymore, I'm like missing my words, Kyle Richards, um, Jessica Alba, to Delilah Gray Bell, actually, um, who came to Magic and, um, 
and just so many epic voices. Also, my favorite is that there's so many new creators. And um, I just discovered one of my girlfriends joined it as well. I wasn't sure about that. So we I had flown to San Diego yesterday to do this shop local event because Amazon's been putting like $100 million into small businesses and investing in programs to support them, whether it's events, activations, marketing, just to help them do their life better. So they actually invited us to come out and, cut and live stream from this local event and give some exposure to these small brands. And so that was really cool. So basically I just sit in front of a camera and I have my whole team and we, we go live on their, on their platform. So we'll do a lot of homepage shows. So if you go to like amazon.com, you'll see it right there. And we talk about different products that we love. My whole life is Amazon <laughs> and, um, and it's cool. You know, I mean, I feel like it's kind of this little bit of a unicorn baby for me where it just hits, it checks off all, all the boxes for my personal personality. And I, I love it. I, I really do. I think that being able to give my honest opinion about things that I love and share stories, you just never know what's going to come up. And I'm, you know, when I started the McCord list, I was always really passionate about building a community of, of creatives, entrepreneurs, celebrities, influencers to kind of come together and unite and work together and really cool stuff. Because so many times I think in the entertainment business specifically, there's a lot of competition, there's the crabs in the bucket, you know, so wanting to do something that I could build that would be a sisterhood because I'm the youngest of three girls. I've always had sisters and, you know, I just like that vibe. So we built them a cordless with that in mind. And then, you know, as we went on, of course, as a content creator, you have to find advertisers and partners. And you're always kind of like navigating that line between honest con content, but also, you know, pay your bills. And so i um, always kind of navigating that was interesting, but then being able to do this on Amazon is so cool because just like, um, I think it was like last Thursday, I was doing a holiday fashion haul and someone started talking about how insecure they are with their body. And so boom, just like that, I'm getting to like speak life and love into this woman who's talking about how she feels when she gets dressed every day. So it is really um, a unique opportunity right now, I think, to be a part of a really important conversation. And then from a business perspective, they're expecting that live, live shows and live entertainment that's shoppable um, is, is going to hit like 60 billion in the next 12 months so wow. it's kind of crazy because you kind of see this little beast that's coming up and and to be a part of it is like really amazing and insane and you know we're just kind of enjoying the the ride right now and seeing what we can do to diversify my team actually and I were just brainstorming last night about a couple of new ideas that we're going to start dropping to the shows because you know when you've always been in front of the camera but you've always been really passionate about producing it gives you that opportunity to say you know what like I think it can tweak a little bit and do a little bit more because you know how far you can stretch yourself mm -hmm. and I like to stretch things I like to stretch myself I like to stretch our team I just like to challenge myself and 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 that is like that startup side in me that's like hey like what can we do that's different and you know we we've got a, a pretty modest team we have like 30 people who work for us so we're able to like move pretty quick right we're like we're over here but like it's not hard to tell where the puck is going and so we're like let's actually kind of like build this out and see if they can merge. And that's really what happens most of the time. And then sometimes you build two things while you're like, kind of like, you know, got your hands in both. And then you're like, you know what, this is actually a bigger ROI for us. So let's maybe let this go or move this out and outsource this. 
and focus more on that in-house. And so we get to kind of play those moves and it, it's really fun. Um, you know, it's a challenge sometimes for sure because you're making big calls all the time. But I think when you're so used to making big calls, you don't feel it as much. I feel it more like right before I'm doing something big on a, on a stage or on a platform. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like we did like two shows, like the other week and there's like a quarter million people on there and it's just like scary because you know you get you get the trolls you get the stuff because you can comment and, and interact with us and i i love it i mean it's it's weird but it's it, every time i get i it's less weird for me i'm like oh my gosh like i'm getting more and more comfortable like in this really bizarre world that is kind of scary <laughs> if you if i as i'm talking to you about it i'm like oh that's kind of scary but then i'm like oh i just kind of go with it <laughs> Totally. No, that's so good. And I, I mean, I so understand. I, I even have to bring this up. Like, so I was telling you, I'm going to try something new today, you know? And I was like, I'm going to like do this little intro that I made and it totally failed. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, we got to move on. You know what I mean? Like, I well, I love it. You've got to, you've got to try it and, and know when to not try it. Right. Like know when to let it go. Like, that's always like the fun thing is like, when do you fold the stack? You know, there's, <laughs> there's definitely that time where it's like, it's time to fold this one. But you know, I, I love that. I, I think that everybody can relate with it. We actually, um, you know, we study because uh, we have a marketing agency. So we're always studying like what converts and what happens and what works and whatnot. And my husband was wanting to shoot this video because our team's like, hey, if we put a video into this piece, it's going to be really powerful. And he, he, you know, it was like three weeks. He's like stalling on doing it. And finally, I had to have a come to Jesus with him. I'm like, why are we not doing this video? And he's like, I'm feeling this, this and this. And he's like talking about his insecurities and stuff. And I was like, OK, we're doing this together. I'm coming in. And we just kind of got a little grit with it i did a couple little behind the scenes like pieces instead of just doing like a boring video where you're just like hello you know we're just like hey let's liven it up a little bit and it's cool because you can do that kind of stuff and um and keep it human everyone relates to that everyone understands when you're trying to put something in a presentation and the audio doesn't work it's funny it's like okay here we are you know but i think that's kind of like part of the charm of of life and it's why you know i told you I'm, i love that you've created these courses i'm my husband and i are starting to build a course because you know we we do these like high level accelerators where in the midst of our world of course like we have a lot of people who pay a lot of attention to a lot of things we do which is why it's so scary all the time but as a result you know you come across those people who um, are looking to invest in a new business or a new campaign, a new idea. So, you know, they'll fly out and meet with us for a day or two days and we'll do a huge accelerator where we're just basically like, just dump your whole box of your business out on the table and let's like, let's just dig in. Let's see what wounds you have, the inner critics that's telling you you're a failure, you shouldn't do this. Like, let's just like talk about all the mess and figure out what you should actually be doing. So we're going to carve off like five years that it would take for you to be successful at this and just like kind of jump to the punchline because um, we've worked with so many businesses and done this. I did a show called Elevator Pitch with Entrepreneur Magazine. And we would sit there and talk to so many entrepreneurs who would be in the elevator giving their 60 second pitch, you know, to come out to a, a round table of investors to see who's going to invest in it. It was like our version of Shark Tank. Love that. Yeah, isn't that fun? And, you know, you see, like, in talking to someone for 60 seconds, them sharing their story, 60 seconds, you can usually hear the things that are blocking them because you're, we're asking those questions like, what are your sales? What is this? And then they'll be like, well, it's not like this because, and then it usually starts with self doubt. So that's wow. usually that big thing that we just dump out on the table first. But, you know, in doing these accelerators, it's hard because I'm like, dude, my heart is for the homeless guy down the corner who's got an idea and a dream 
meme and he's got $5. Like, how do I help him get off the streets and transform his life? How do I help that person who's like got like, you know, 20 bucks for the next meal or a hundred bucks or like, it's like not everybody has a bunch to invest, but like they like, how do you like get in someone's life when it means the most and actually help them do what they need to do to be really successful. And, and that's like, in my opinion, the most incredible thing of all, like, you know, so many times with building a network, you have all these influential people in your world. And I'm just like, I love it. And I'm so honored. And I also want to find the people who don't have everyone knocking on their door. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like no one's going to really commend me for going out and helping like an A-lister figure out how to scale their new product. Everyone wants to help that person. Right. But like, who can I help that isn't being seen and isn't being acknowledged and, and honored? And how do I like honor them? How do I support them? So, so we are like starting to build these courses to do it, but you know, it's so funny because our heart is just to like get in there with the people. So we're actually kind of taking like 10 entrepreneurs under our wing and we're like doing that whole box dump <laughs> so that we can build the program around with them, kind of like incubating it and incubating them at the same time and, and helping them kind of answer those questions because a lot of brands don't even think about brand filters, you know? And then they, they're like, oh my gosh, I, I never thought about that. You know, that was a thing. And then suddenly fast forward 10 years, and you're like, you know that your brand says about you, right? And they're like, oh no, like I'm this. And I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> that's who that's who you are, but your brand is this. And this is what everyone's seeing. And it's so, it's so interesting when you start to like break that kind of stuff down and see that with some little shifts in the beginning, you can transform the outcome because it's very much like golf. It's like you could just be a couple of little tiny meters off and like it makes a or millimeters off and it makes a huge difference on, on the course. Not that I golf, but you know. <laughs> I actually golf. So I totally am with you on that. I love there that. you go. There you no, go. <laughs> so As you're talking, I'm like, I'm going to need to buy this course because, you know, I've done a lot of work and I've done a lot of this kind of stuff, but there's always new things to learn. There's always people ahead of you, you know, and I look up to you and Rick a lot and just love like what y'all do. And so I'm like, I know they have things that I could learn from. And that's so cool. That's but you know, so the thing I love about like a course and the reason I created courses too was because I was doing some speaking and I spoke at an event at your house actually, yeah. and, you know, written a book, but I, I wanted to like help more people at scale, you know, mm -hmm. and it's like, you can only speak on, and then, then the pandemic happens. So yeah. like <laughs> there's no yeah. stages to speak on. Um, but yeah, the course is so good because you can like give everything you have to someone and make it super affordable for them. And then yeah. they can go off and do it and they can keep the content for life. And if they're busy right in the moment, they can look at it now, look at it a year from now. And so I love, I love online courses. Like I buy a lot of them myself. And so yeah, girl, I just like, I think it's like a really cool thing. So I'm excited. I'm definitely going to be like, one of your first customers when you guys. Oh my gosh. Well, we can, maybe we'll piggyback. You can help me develop it all. Cause and you know, it's so funny. Like, I think when you're a passionate creative at your heart, no matter how far you go in business, it's like, that's still kind of your thing. And there's just a part of me that's like, wants to be in a board meeting with someone and be like, what's, what are we doing today? Like, let's roll up our sleeves. Let's get dirty. Let's do it. And you know, it's, it's hard to, to translate that into a course without like feeling kind of uninspired. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm like doing it. And I'm like, I mean, I've written a book. Like I understand the hard work it takes to, to do that. It's not an issue of words. Like Rick's, 
written a book, you know, like, like we've got all the things. It's just kind of like, we just want the people because it's the people who make you like come alive and the ideas come alive. And then, you know, sometimes we'll just be sitting somewhere and someone will be like, like, this is my favorite example, Lindsay. Like someone will say, this is my business. Okay. Um, it's called, let's say it's called watermelon and we're all about fresh fruit on the go and da, da, da. And you're like, well, why don't you just name it on the go? You know what I mean? It's like, just really like they say what they're trying to say, explaining the product. And I'm always like, don't tell me the name of your business. Like explain to me what your product is, because mm -hmm. if you explain to me what your product is, then I'm going to hear what your business is. And if it's not the title of your business, you probably need to change the title. Now that's, annoying if you've already trademarked your brand <laughs> and you know gotten a patent on a product under this name and you know you've already incorporated and you've been paying business taxes for 10 years and i'm like change your name but like really though change it <laughs> so it is one of those things where it's way more fun to do at the beginning and you get to do all of those like natural like MBA program things like, oh, did you do the risk analysis? Did you do your competitor analysis? Did you do your SWOT? Like all the different things you do them, but it's just more fun to do it with people who are actually trying to figure it out. And then you walk away with a marketing plan or a business plan, or, you know, maybe a, a list of a hundred thousand influencers who are going to be passionate about whatever you do and we'll get the word out. You know, it's like that kind of stuff for me is like gritty and, and different, but you know, it, it's, 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 it's always that in those conversations, we see that the number one thing people struggle with is like, they just want someone to say, this is okay. You know, it's like, it's, it's like that little kid on the, on the, on the basketball court. He's like running and doing the drills and everything, but he's like, looking back, like, right. Is this cool? You know? And it's like, we, a lot of us don't realize that like, if we don't have the, um, it's, I always talk about, this is one of my favorite things. I did a lot of studying on like, there's a book called the father I always wanted. Um, I love that book. And then also um, you've got what it, you have, what it takes and you have what it takes is this tiny little booklet. And I wish everyone in the world would read it because it basically says the two questions that every boy wants to know and every girl wants to know. And for a boy, it's like, do I have what it takes? And then for a girl, it's, am I lovely? Am I worth fighting for? And the challenge is the only person who really speaks that into our lives is our father, like our biological father. And if we don't have that, we can spend the rest of our lives trying to find that from every other source. But a lot of people, if they don't have that book, you know, the father I always wanted, if they don't, or they don't have God, or they don't have a faith in something bigger than themselves, they don't ever get that question answered so then they spend their whole lives trying to prove it in work right like i know because like i chased after validation after validation validation affirmation and there was a point in my life where i was like why am i doing all this i'm already at the table with all the top brands in the world and all the top celebrities in the world like i remember sitting at a table with morgan freeman at an award show and jessica simpson's right over here and there's amy palmer and i'm like who let me in? What is happening? Who am I? Like, I don't even get this. You know, it's like, like all the things that you'd want to check off to be, yes, you're significant, Rachel. You got this girl. It's like, none of it really matters if I don't believe it internally. Right. And so when you're working with people who are putting themselves out on, on big stages, big board meetings, big stock market, <laughs> you know, they're like ringing the bell, the stock market. And they're like, I don't know that I'm good enough. And I don't know if this will ever actually feed that. And so I, I really love to see people kind of find that way to to validate themselves and answer that question that I was asking, which is like, to what end? Like, at what point is enough enough? Like, how many houses, how many cars? 
how many digits in the bank account, how many things, right? Before we're like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good on all that. I don't need that. I, what I need is within me and I can actually work through this stuff if I commit to it. Yeah. And that's what I love about business is that we think business is so like, oh, it's business. Don't take it personally. No, it's always personally business. It's all, it always is because every decision you make is based on who you are as a person and all of the stuff, all the time, all the resources. It's like, it's because of something. So if you can like hone in on that and live from that place of peace, then everything is just gravy. It's like, you know, but, but I, I think that it, you know, whoever really gets there, I don't know. Like, you know, as much, like, I know all of these things, but I still get nervous. I'm still afraid. And every time I get nervous, I just remind myself, you know what, Rach, you're here to speak to one person. There's mm -hmm. one person who's you when you were overcome with depressed depression and wanting to end it all. There's, there's, there's one person here who's you when you were at that subway and it was six dollars and 32 cents for the sandwich they'd already made and your all your cards were declined and you couldn't afford it and there was a little guy there who was like just take it like there's that person is in every stage it's on every live stream it doesn't matter if there's two people on it or if there's 400 god always puts that person in the place to hear what you need to say in that moment. So when you feel the pressure of like, this is not enough, I am not enough, I'm not this, I am not that, just remember that all you need to do is speak to that one person and you need to make sure that you're saying the right things to them. So feed your mind and feed your heart with all the right things so that you can be ready for that. Be ready for it wherever it is because it's always out there and it's always waiting for you. And when it happens, don't like, not only should you be generous, not only should you give more than yourself, but you should also thank God that he gave you that opportunity to be that person for that person because those opportunities are the only things that matter yesterday I had like this crazy event and it was so amazing and it was also so stressful and it was so like a lot of different things I like I was like feeling so bad about so many things that went wrong that day but before I got on my plane there was a guy who was in the at the register before me and I was trying to get waters and I because I, we had a packed day and I was like I know if I don't get my waters now I'm not gonna have any water like there was this guy and he was trying to pay five dollars and 99 cents for this little blueberry parfait and his card was declined and I saw it and I knew he was like trying to figure it out and everything and I was like hey can you put it on mine we're just in a hurry I was in a hurry I was like way earlier than I wanted to be but I didn't want him to know that I was saying it because I saw that it was declined I just wanted to see like to be what he needed in that moment and um and, and love him through that and help him with that one little thing it was a tiny little thing that i could do but it was really big for him in that moment and god put me right there for that exact moment and then the whole day i was like oh man part of this was a real bus like part of it was really great but like you know i was feeling just like insecure about myself and then i was like you know what maybe that whole day was just so i would be in that little market and i could buy that guy that parfait and just remind him whatever he was thinking my guess is he probably said a prayer and was like god please because you know it's like like sometimes that's just what all we need is just a little something and and god will put the right person there and if it happens to be you you got to be grateful for that because it's a big deal. Yeah. Rage, you're just like such an inspirational speaker. <laughs> I'm oh, I love you. like, yes, yes, this is so good. <laughs> this is actually what I needed right now. So oh, maybe this God. is for just me. <laughs> no, I'm sure. You are more than worth it. You're more than worth it as so. <laughs> So good. It's so good. And it just reminds me too of like, you know, when I was like building my brand, I'm just like, Lord, and I'm at the beginning, you know, but I'm just like, Lord, what problem do I solve? Who am I helping? Like, what problem do I solve? And God's like, it's on the front of your book. 
And I was like, oh, you know, and like, he's so obvious. That's so obvious. And, you know, the book is letting love in, you know, how God renews relationships by crushing your inner critic. And he just like, he's just shown me how like the inner critic, which is the insecurity, which is the self-doubt, which is the enemy sometimes coming in just to steal, kill and destroy, you know, even though we don't worry because Jesus comes to give us life and life abundant. But it's just like, you know, I realized that I was so hard on myself. I was so mean to myself, you know, like I was holding myself back. I was in my own way. I was like arguing with myself constantly. And, and over time, as I learned to hear the voice of love, which is God, I learned to really talk to God about everything, you know, that inner critic turned into like an inner encourager. And it was like, I'm 43, well, I'm 44 now, but I've been living with myself for a long time and I've always had that just kind of just being mean to myself. Yeah. All of a sudden I saw it encouraging me and I thought, well, that's a freaking miracle. Okay. Because <laughs> it's like not something that usually happens. So it's just encouraging for me to hear you say that kind of the biggest thing to dump out on the table when you're starting your business or whatever it is, is that self-doubt. Yeah. Like in Lindsay language, it's the inner critic, like yeah. dump it out, sort it out, get it out of the way so that then you can like shine and yeah. sparkle and have fun and take big risks. And that's just so, oh, so powerful. I just love everything you're saying. And like, and like you said, like, I mean, just, I, I'll never forget. This is actually right before I met you. I was actually at my friend Jessica's house, which is kind of how I know you. And I'm taking a walk and, and I say, God, what's going on? Cause I was kind of the girl that like, you know, her cards were declining. Like I was in that season. Yeah. Right. And I was just taking a walk and I said, I don't understand what's going on. God. And he said, well, Linz, I'm teaching you your worth and value with having nothing and doing nothing. Mm, and wow. so it was like one of those times where he kind of stopped me. <laughs> I don't even know that I- I didn't even stop myself. Like he kind of stopped me and he's like, we got to sort this before we can move forward, you know? And it was a longer process than I care to admit. (laughs) But, but, but why though? Because truthfully, you're not the only one, right? Right. Like think about how many times we loop on the same problem over and over again. I mean, it's like, it's to a nauseam. Like I, I feel like the person that I am, I've worked so hard with God, with, with my husband, with therapists to create her because, you know, I, I came from a really hard childhood and I had to survive it. And I had to then survive as an adult, all of the things that came with that and all of those insecurities. And then you start to build these belief systems. I was thinking about it, like my little man today, we were in the park and he's like running around in front of this pond. And I was like, I have this little bubble gun thing and it blows all these bubbles everywhere. And he's like, bubble, bubble, bubble. And I was thinking right now, he believes the word of these little things is bubble. But imagine if when he's 45 years old, someone's like, those aren't called bubbles. Those are called like balloons, you know? And then he'd be like, no, the, the longer you set with a belief, the harder it is to take it down. Right. And so much of our belief system is built when we're young, because we're exploring the world. 80% of our brains are developed by the age of three years old. So think about how much is going through how much you're processing. And then think about your life from ages zero to three years old. What happened? Was there safety? Was there security? Was it unstable? Was it scary? Was it ever changing, right? Like whatever that that you encountered at that stage creates those belief systems. And then later on, you start to create experiences, add those belief systems. Like, you know, today was so funny. I had so many things on my schedule and 
I was so tired from this whole weekend. And then I got to this point and I was like, oh my gosh, like I would really love <laughs> if I could just have a chill day and like, like dominoes, my meetings kept getting rescheduled. It was so funny. Cause I was like, because I believe in the fact that like the, the Bible says, you know, knocking and the door will be open for you asking you shall receive. Like, I really believe that. And I believe that, you know, a lot of people talk about manifestation, whatever it is for you as a man thinks so is he I really believe that and so it was hilarious because I'm identifying myself like speaking things into existence and creating things as a result of that right and it was hilarious because I'm like how many times have I spoken the wrong thing am I speaking right now creating something that I want to to experience tomorrow or in 10 minutes because that's what's going to happen and and when you're in a dark place it's really really hard to see that because we don't realize that we're in a dark place because that's what we've allowed for ourselves for so long so you know there it's really difficult the hardest thing i think for anyone ever to change is never anything about money it's never anything about where they live or how they live it's just the way that they think because if you could tell someone hey look just from this moment right now 4 54 p.m pacific time right from this exact second on you're no longer a victim you're not a victim of your parents, because if you were, you'd have to thank them for the fact that in this exact moment, you happen to be hearing this thing that you need to hear to transform the rest of your life. You're not a victim, which means that you're powerful, that God has given you power to transform your life, to transform your circumstances, to transform your relationships, to transform every single thing that you touch, every single thing that you think about, because your brain is so powerful. So if you acknowledge that, suddenly you're at the steering, you're at the steering wheel and you're right there with God because God is always in control, but he's not going to take control. He's going to allow you to drive. And anytime you're like, Hey God, take the wheel. <laughs> I'm not doing a great job. He will swoop in and you will see it in these beautiful little God wings that I call them, but he's not going to take over control because that's not who he is. He is the God who believes in the freedom of choice to allow us to choose what we want, where we want to drive that car. So if you don't like where you're at, it's okay, honey. You see, to turn the car around and it doesn't matter if you were driving there for 44 years 34 years four years or 400 years there's a point in your life where you get to make that choice and it can be right now whenever now is <laughs> are you hearing this like now now or are you going to hear this in five years now whatever it is if you make that choice right now and you're like you know what i'm going to just believe whatever this crazy girl is saying <laughs> i grew up in trailer parks i was raised on food stamps like i've had you know nothing to my name and i've built multi-million dollar companies because i just worked really hard and i believed that i could transform it and that's why i believe that you can i didn't graduate from college i don't have all of the things that everyone says that you need that all the things that make us a victim i don't have this i don't have this i don't have this okay well i've i've slept in my car i've dealt with so much i've felt all those things i understand them and that's why i speak powerfully to them because i understand it and there's nothing that you could ever say to me it's like i can't get beyond this no there's no abuse that you can go through that i have not seen and i don't understand there's nothing that i won't understand because i feel like god allowed me to go through so much stuff he allowed it to make to help me be who I am. 
You know what I mean? Like, I, I believe that he is, he is the most incredible God ever. And it's only because he knows what you're capable of and he'll never let you go through something that's too big for you. So if you feel like it's too big for you and you feel like giving up, you just gotta say, well, you know what, if I'm here it's because someone actually has a lot of confidence in me. So let me put my confidence in him and trust that something can be transformed because it can, you just have to believe that. Yeah. Yes. I mean, right. This is exactly what I've been learning too. Like, it's just oh, like, man. there's just, you know, that victim thing can kind of just come back over oh, and, over and over and over, always. like tries to come back and you just have to kind of like reprimand it and get it out of here, you know? Yeah. yeah. And be comfortable. Just say, stop enough, enough of the negative words, yeah. enough of the inner critic. It's yeah. time to believe in yourself. It's time to believe in God. It's time to believe in all of the beautiful things that he has in store for you. And don't be afraid, dude, to pick up your Bible <laughs> and just find the words and the inspiration, encouragement that you need. And like, it's so funny because my brand, I, I built it in a very like crazy industry. It's all Hollywood and all these different things. But to be able to be here, but actually see the heart of so much, like it's incredible. Like I think of like actresses who are at the top of their game and I've been there when they wanted to end it all. And I've like helped them through it. I've cried with them through it. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you realize how fragile life is. We realize how fragile mental health is, how fragile our hearts are and how easily we could be broken, but also how much stronger we are when we believe that we can put ourselves back together with the help of God, never on our own. In my opinion, because I've tried that <laughs> a lot. I'm like, no, honestly, like I am a type a control freak. Trust me, God, you might, you might need to help all my other brothers and sisters, but I actually got this. No, no. I, I, it's only when I've surrendered that I've been able to actually transform my life. And it's because that is what I'm destined to do. You know what I mean? Just for this very moment right now for that one person. And I, and maybe it's you lens, maybe it's, it's you. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Thank you. Beautiful. So awesome. Oh my goodness. I, I really like Rach. I can't even tell you like earlier today. I'm like, Lord, I'm done. You know what I mean? I'm just like, I've been working so hard and like, yes. Not getting very far and I'm like I'm over it I'm done you have to like you know so this could reach just be for me we will put this I, on all the podcasts I'm platforms. down with that I'm and here I'm sure for it love it but this is <laughs> so encouraging to me thank awesome. you so much thank you for having me love to you and your listeners thank you guys so much for for hanging out with me it's, this has been really fun thank you Lindsay so powerful Rach would you pray for our listeners oh my gosh that's so sweet absolutely I'd be honored Good. Uh, dear God, thank you so much for this night. Thank you for this moment right now, Lord, whoever is hearing this right now, who's ever experiencing this moment, God, I ask for you to supernaturally come through in every circumstance of their life. God, I ask you right now to let them take the choice to surrender it to you, to let it go, to release it, to trust you with something so important, so dear and so vulnerable to them. God, you, like I always believed, make perfect stitches. All your stitches are perfect. So all the little broken parts of us. It seems so messy, so beyond help, so beyond all the things, God, I know from personal experience, there's nothing too icky, too gross, too big, too nasty, too gnarly for you, God. So right now, Lord, I just ask that they make that choice to surrender it to you, to let go of the inner critic, let go of the doubt, let go of all of the victim feelings that they've ever had, God, and just be empowered to know that you are there with them and you've never left them. Thank you, Lord. Please bless Lindsay for all that she's doing. Bless her platform, God, and continue to, um, to pour favor into her life. And um, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. 
and give you peace. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Rach, so beautiful. So grateful for you. Thank you so much. Guys, I mean, this was so amazing. I know you guys are all like falling out on the floor. It was so good. <laughs> Thank you, Rach. Guys, we'll see you next week um, with the next episode of the Lindsay Morgan Snyder podcast. Bye, Rach. Love Bye. you. Bye. <laughs> Well, 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 wasn't that interesting? We can't wait until next week. Don't forget to grab Crushing Your Inner Critic Masterclass at lindsaymorgan.co and use the promo code LOVE to get 50% off. This was recorded at New Vine Music in Santa Monica, California. We would like to thank Leonardo Antonori for producing this track. To learn more about them, or to license original music for your next project, go to newvinemusic.com.